Welcome to Be Loud Radio Hour. We are so delighted that you decided to join us. Every week, we'll share the voices, stories, and music from kids all over New Orleans. Isn't that just exciting? But hey, dude, let me keep it frank with you. Turn up your radio, your phone, whatever you're listening to, because it's about to get really good. Like, it's about to get lit up in here. And so, just turn it up, and you won't miss an episode. Be loud. Be loud. Be courageous every day. That's what I'm talking about. This is DJ 5050. Hey guys, it's DJ KJ. DJ DeMarcus Cousin the Third Jr. DJ Fire, what's up? Hey, this is DJ Dice and DJ Dubious Deliverer. This is DJ Frying Pan. DJ DJ. With Be Loud Radio. And we're at Jazz, Jazz Fest. Hey guys, it's DJ KJ and DJ Fire, what's up? And today we are at Jazz Fest about to interview people about what their favorite part about Jazz Fest is. We're going to figure it out, find some people, and, you know, let's go. Hey, guys, it's DJ KJ, and right now I'm here with... Tay Smith. Okay, I got a few questions for you. Is that okay? Yes. Okay, what's your favorite part about Jazz Fest and why? Uh, I've just finished performing at the Blues Tent, so probably the music. Okay, and what instrument did you play? Pianos. You play piano? Yes. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you. (laughs) <laughs> What's up, y'all? This is DJ Fire, and I'm here with... Peyton. All right, Peyton. What do you like about the Jazz Fest and why? One of my favorite things about Jazz Fest is just being able to be out here and experience all the music, be with my family, and just have a good time. All right, but well, what's up with the fit? Because it's real cute. Like, I'm trying to, like, come on. So I am celebrating my birthday all weekend. And this is the final outfit for the weekend. Ooh, happy birthday! Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hey guys, it's DJ KJ, and right now I'm here with... New Orleans artist Richard Thomas. Okay, Mr. Richard, I'm going to ask you a few questions. Is that okay? Sure. Okay, my first question is, what is your favorite piece you've made so far? Uh, I guess it's right to the right over here. It's um, a second line pick piece about um, church and um, brass bands and Sunday schools and pastor is greeting the congregation and lead them into the church. Nice, nice. And what makes it your favorite? It kind of denotes sort of a self-portrait of me, the way I take care of kids that I mentor. Uh, So you see a woman that's featured as a mother image, mentoring these kids as they are standing in line waiting to go into church. That's nice. Thank you so much for letting me interview you today. Oh, you're welcome. What's up, y'all? This is DJ Fire, and I'm here with... Orlando. All right. 
Orlando, what do you love about Jazz Fest and what is your favorite thing? Um, actually, this is my first year at Jazz Fest, so uh, I'm really loving everything. Uh, but this year I had the opportunity to be a vendor for uh, One Million Strong, where we're here uh, helping uh, people with sobriety. So uh, we have our 360 booth here with uh, Mirror Image Photo Booth. So I'm just loving all the food, the music, and all the people that you're getting to see and getting to meet. All right, thank you. All right, thank y'all. Hi, my name is uh, DJ Frying Pan, and I'm here with... My name is Michelle Gehring. Okay, so what would you say is the best part of uh, Jazz Fest? Well, of course, the food, the music. But I think my favorite part of Jazz Fest is just how many people it brings together and how happy everybody is on a day like today when it's so pretty outside. So much fun. What would you say is better, the food or the music? Well, I personally think food because I, I love the music, but I, I tend to like the smaller stages. So I'm all about coming for the food and then a little bit of music on the side. Thank you for your time. Okay, so what would you say is the best part of Jazz Fest? Probably the food. Uh, I would say if you find the right place, then you like, I don't know, it's just really good. Like, to put in, if you get a Paul Boy or Yachtman, it's really good. Okay. Uh, what would you say is better, the music or the food? It's a pop I have to say the food. I love food. It's my favorite thing. So, in my opinion, food. Thank you for your time. What would you say is your favorite part about Jazz Fest so far? So far, Clay, uh, what I love most about Jazz Fest is uh, the music, of course, but also all the super nice atmosphere and uh, great weather. What would you say is better, the food or the music? The music. Thank you. And you're listening to Be Loud Radio. Oh, this is DJ 5050 with Be Loud Radio. I am here with Miss Charlene today at Jazz Fest. So, Miss Charlene, what do you what do you like most about New Orleans culture? I love that there's such a variety. I love the weather, how everybody comes out and blends in together. We love food and good music down here and just the great camaraderie. I agree. Oh, this is a nice place. This was like the second place I lived in. First time I lived, I was born and living in Atlanta. So right here, it's very nice for me. All right, so Miss Charlene, what do you, what are you doing here at Jazz Fest right now currently? So currently I'm working for Loretta's Authentic Pralines. Loretta was a friend of ours. She passed away last year, but she owns the most famous praline shop in the city of New Orleans. And so we sell a variety of pralines, sweet potato cookies and shoe soles. And so she has the crab meat beignets. So she has two booths out here. And so every year I volunteer with her sister and we work at her uh, her booth. Well, that's nice. Very nice. I'm very excited for y'all's loss. And I'm happy that you're just out here supporting Jazz Fest, contributing to Jazz Fest, everything like that. Thank you for thank you for your time. Thanks you thank you for help helping us out at Real Out today. Thank you. It's nice to meet you too. <laughs> It's DJ Marcus Cousin the Third Junior, and today I'm at Jazz Fest. And today I'm gonna be telling you one of my favorite sounds I hear. So as you can hear in the background, there's like, like the blues music singing, like they're singing and they're playing music in the background, and it sounds very like that's one of my favorite sounds here playing music. 
you know, because everything's kind of boring when you, until you hear music and you get to dance, laugh, have fun. That's my that was my favorite sound at Jazz Fest. Yo, it's DJ DeMarcus, cousin of Dirt Jr. And today I'm here with. Hi, I'm Ron Cotterman of Roman Candy Company. So, what is the inspiration for the uh, ch like the chewing cup, like the chewing candy company? Ah, uh, well, the business was started by my grandfather a uh, hundred and eight years ago. He was uh, for all of his life, even when he was 12, 14 years old. And uh, his mama used to make this candy. Uh, and so he decided to try to make a business out of it and see if it would sell. And it worked. And we've been selling candy ever since. Would, do you keep doing this for like a family tradition? Yeah. Yeah. We're uh, fourth generation. And, you know, we've been selling candy forever, and I like what I like doing that, so that's what we do. Thank you for letting me interview. Thank you for your time. This is DJ 5050, DJ DeMarcus Cousin the Third Jr., and we're back at it again at Jazz Fest. So today, at Jazz Fest, we had a bunch of different foods. So today, right now, I just had Roman chewing candy. It was very good. It was like taffy, but harder and more flavorful. And DJ DeMarcus Cousins the Third over here had, oh, I had a, a blue raspberry snowball and a crawfish sausage. Spool boy it was very good. Um, I loved it. I also ate some popcorn. It was nice. It was well seasoned, surprisingly, but it was super overpriced, like five dollars, ten, eight dollars. But I mean, for me, it was worth it. Well, that's all we had today, and thank you for tuning in to Be Loud Radio. Signing off. Hello, this is DJ Tam, and you're listening to Be Loud Radio. This is DJ Splash, and today I'm here with... DJ Golfer. And we're at the Jazz Festival and interviewing people about art. So, what made you come to Jazz Fest this year? So I've been coming to Jazz Fest when I was younger than y'all. My parents used to bring us to Jazz Fest. When we was in school, the schools used to bring us to Jazz Fest. So when I went to high school, we used to sing at Jazz Fest. So this was like a always a cultural experience that I always was used to coming to. So now as an adult, I come to Jazz Fest every year to enjoy the music, the food, the art, and also to support my friends. We're going to go like this so they can come through too, so they can come to God. So yeah, so I'm always coming to Jazz Fest just to enjoy myself and immerse myself in the culture. So what made you want to get into New Orleans art? So New Orleans art. So right now we're standing in front of B-Mike in Eternal Seas tent. If y'all don't know about B-Mike, B-Mike is a, he's a local artist. So he's a New Orleans based artist here in the city. Um, he's internationally known, like everybody around the world. Um, people around the world know about B-Mike and his artwork. He also owns his own studio at Studio B. But he has to actually have a U collective called Eternal Seas. So Eternal Seas are the youth arm of B-Mike um, and Studio B. And right now they have an art tent where it's a double shotgun house. On one side of the house is the pirates, and the other side of the house is the tourists. So it's showing you two different sides of New Orleans. So I've been over there at Studio B. It's real nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful artwork, just black-owned, black-ran and operated. And it's just there to inspire, to encourage, to teach people. And that's actually what this tent is doing right now. So it's giving a different perspective while people are here at Jazz Fest. So if you had to rank Jazz Fest years, where would this go on the, on your tier list? You say if I had to rank Jazz Fest as a what, as an event or as a like a what? It's like a cultural event. 
is a cultural event. Jazz Fest is about, about a seven or eight. You know what I'm saying? It's not a nine for nine or ten for ten. Because honestly, when you go out in New Orleans, when you see the Indians, when you see second lines, like that's that's New Orleans culture at its best. When you see the bands on the street and the young people performing, or a high school band, that's New Orleans at its best and as its truest in its purest. So if you really want to understand New Orleans, you gotta understand the black people who are the um, who make the culture of New Orleans. So that's why like a second line stuff, they they they, they, they have those elements of jazz fest, but to see it organically is the best part. Okay. Thank, thank, thank you for your time. No, I thank y'all. Y'all keep doing what y'all do. Um, enjoy Jazz Fest. Look at the different art. Enjoy yourself. And like I said, Jazz Fest is for the people. It's for us. So we should always remember that and demand that the festival, because they give out money, they give out grants. We should always remind the festival to give back as much as they get. All right? Thank you. This is DJ Splash, and I'm here with... DJ Golfer. And today we're interviewing Terrence Osborne. Yes, sir. So right now we're asking him, what's his favorite piece of art he's done? Yeah, what's your favorite art piece that you have done? So yeah, my, my favorite one right now is called Nola Potholes. So it's, it's this truck driving down the street. And I love garage sales. So it's got all, this, all these things that I, I collect in a garage sale, all New Orleans stuff. And then there's a, a pothole that the truck just hit and, it, and it's making everything jump up. My dog, his name is Django, is actually at the top of that, about to eat some gumbo. So, you know, it's, it's a fun piece. It's all New Orleans. Yeah. I'm glad you like that one, man. Thank you for letting us interview you. Well, look, I'm, I'm impressed that y'all are interviewing me. Like, who are these guys? Y'all got a future, a bright future ahead of you. Y'all are a team already doing this? I'm, look, hats off to y'all, all right? Thank Great you. Job. Thank you. Yep. What's that? It's another segment of the Be Loud Radio Hour. Oh, can we listen? I think so. Let's go. Let's go. Be Loud Radio. Turn it up. I've heard that there is a lot of talk about it this year. Some people say it's gone. Some people say it's still here. I don't know for sure which way it comes down. First piece of evidence. Hey, this is DJ Dice and DJ Dubious Deliverer, and we are here at Jazz Fest. But we're not just here to sightsee and listen to music. No, we're solving a mystery. The mystery of the missing crawfish bread. So, listen closely. We're going to interview some really cool people that we found here at Jazz Fest, and we're going to try and solve this mystery and figure out what happened, how people feel about no more crawfish bread at Jazz Fest, and also what are some alternatives, some really other some other really great foods that you can get here at Jazz Fest. Hi, I'm Lizzie Stewart, Executive Director of the Noel Artist Incubator. Nice to meet you. So have you personally ever had the crawfish bread here at Jazz Fest? Yes, I have, and it happens to be my very favorite thing to eat when I come to Jazz Fest. Oh, okay. So so um what, how does it make you feel to know that you're never going to eat crawfish bread here again at Jazz Fest? Honestly, I'm devastated because I really loved it and I heard on the radio that they don't have it. But apparently you can still get it, but it was a Jazz Fest classic, so I'm sad that the tradition isn't there. It's a Jazz Fest uh, mystery. Oh, no! <laughs> 
So, uh, what are some of your alternatives? Like some other foods that you'll eat here at Jazz Best? The crawfish sack. I got to see it yesterday and it looked really good. I'm about to try one here when I take a break. Well, thank you so much for letting us ask you a few questions. You helped uh, us gather evidence. Good luck up solving the mystery. <laughs> thank you. So this is all unsubstantiated gossip, but I've just been sitting here listening to people and the two different stories I heard was there was some kind of dispute with the people that were in charge of the crawfish in Jazzfest and or that somebody passed and um, the family members didn't, weren't able to take over. So it might be that somebody passed and with their passing, the dream of crawfish bread at Jazzfest died with them. Interesting. Give us information. Okay, so the crawfish bread is a longtime staple of all the festivals, but most importantly, Jazz Fest used to come in this foil loaf that everybody loves. You bring a Ziploc bag so you can take some home with you because you don't always, it's that good, but you need it for later. You need something for later. But it's like smashed together. Like if you were to take a lunch bag sandwich and put it in your backpack all day and it just melt and get cheesy and it's so good and you can't miss it see look you wanted some right now yeah, yeah it's making me hungry i know you wanted some see do you like do you have any like reasons on why it's gone or maybe because the costs of products are more expensive so they couldn't keep it you know within a reasonable range because it had gone up quite a bit last year um, so I would say that. If you could, would you have some right now? If I could have some crawfish bread, yeah, I would have some right now. Because I could eat a piece and I could save a piece for later. Oh, God. <laughs> also, one last thing. Do you have any alternatives? Like, do you? how do you cope with this? Like, do you have anything? Um, crawfish beignets are pretty good. They're really good? Yeah. You like them? Yeah. Should we try some? You should try some crawfish beignets. You heard that, assistant? We're having some. Yeah, we got to try some of those later. Thank you. What's your name? Jazz. Thank you, Jazz. Thank you. Oh, this is... Lane, a.k.a. DJ Possum Party, here chaperoning some of our awesome DJs. Hi. <laughs> we went over to the Wasserschen uh, Sausage Company, and they've taken the place of the crawfish bread stand. They've been here a long time, but they are now in their vending booth, yes. Um, we're waiting for the owners of the company to come talk to us, actually, but we have a crawfish dog from them, and we're going to taste that. And we're gonna try and see if it's better than the rumored crawfish bread. Oh, yeah. Whoa. I'm Julie Bocresson, co-owner of Bocresson Sausage Company and Bocresson's Creole Cafe in Delhi. I'm also the Creole Sausage Queen. And we are the only original vendor at Jazz Fest. We have been at every one since it was at Congo Square. We, my husband was at the first Jazz Fest in a playpen at six months old. The concept for Jazz Best was actually talked about at my father-in-law's restaurant on Bourbon Street. We were the first people of color to have a restaurant on Bourbon Street post-reconstruction. So now here at the Jazz Best today, yeah. when Panorama Foods, who had been here for 35 years, pulled out, they asked us to take both spot because they felt the oldest vendor should have the number one booth. So that's why we're here today. Now, why Panorama pulled out, I don't know. That's between them and the Jazz Fest. But I know they were a long-standing vendor and a, a festival favorite. But we are also a festival favorite. I get many people every year that come and they tell us that this is their first stop. It's a tradition. They have to come to us first. 
There are certain things that we keep on the menu because we know people look and come and look for it. Our hot sausage, we've been making since 1899. My husband is a third generation sausage maker and my children are now starting to work with the business. So we're hoping that they will be fourth generation sausage makers. Next year will be 125 years for Vokers on Sausage Company. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We are now doing a few different things. So we always have our hot sausage and crawfish sausage because if you look on the t-shirt this year from Jazz Fest, there's our hot sausage po' boy. There's a bunch of festival favorites on there and we just happen to be one of them. But we also do a line of condiments now and sauces because what goes with uh, sausage? Mustard. So we have mustard and sauces over there as well. So check it out. Also, your sausage was amazing. We just had a little bit, and it's actually really good. So thank you. That's really exciting. 125 years, I heard, right? Here we 125 years. 124 this year. Gosh, that is crazy. So um, on, like, the note of crawfish bread, did you ever, uh, did you ever try it? Absolutely. I grew up eating crawfish bread. And you liked it? I liked crawfish bread a lot, yes. How does it make you feel to know that crawfish bread is gone from Jazz Fest? It makes me feel like a lot of other things when we lose icons in the city. I think that crawfish bread was a festival staple. And so you, it kind of makes you sad because, you know, when things change, but change is what moves us forward. So we have to be optimistic about it. Well, thank you so much. Your sausage is delicious. We just had some. It's really good. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for letting us talk to you for a bit. I'm here with... Marty. So, uh, you had the crawfish bread, right? I love the crawfish bread. And because it was the first stand when you walk in, everybody went straight to the crawfish bread. Yeah, that sounds really good right now. Ah, I just I can't stop thinking about it. Yeah. So much food right now. Um, what's your involvement? Like, what do you have to do with it? So I have nothing to do with it except liking to eat a lot of crawfish bread. And I, my wife, are visiting from New Jersey. This is Tara, my wife. And we heard from my sister-in-law who lives here that there's no more crawfish bread. And everybody was really bummed. So I went online and looked it up. And he said, it, he had written, first of all, I think during COVID, everybody expanded their ability to ship things around the country. So he's making a lot of money, my, my understanding, shipping. And when I get home, I'm gonna order some and have it shipped up frozen. We'll eat it back in New Jersey. But they have a new, they had a new contract this year. And that included this no cash, some opportun missed opportunities to make a little bit of money. <laughs> Maybe, I'm not saying anything. But it's also slow, and I think he was getting all these, it's hard work back there, hauling all this stuff in night after day, being in the 80 degree heat. And he, I think he ran the numbers and just said, it's not worth it. I'm not gonna make enough money to put myself through. So, but we miss the crawfish bread and the crawfish bread guy. Yeah, so what are some alternatives? Like what are some other foods that you, you really dig? Well, luckily, every single other thing here is just as delicious. So it doesn't really matter. The lines are real long this year. It's all because of the no cash and them having to put everything through on the little machines. But we just got some hot sausage po' boy. I've eaten the jambalaya. We like the white chocolate bread pudding. It's delicious. Some crawfish Monica always, of course. The crawfish sacks and crawfish this, crawfish that. Crawfish sack is delicious. They do a, a three combo plate 
with crawfish sack, crawfish beignets, and an oyster patty with some kind of gravy on top. It's all delicious. And there are other things missing. It's not just the crawfish. I haven't even seen boiled crawfish anywhere here, which is kind of great, yeah. And the raw oysters are gone, but I, no boiled crawfish at uh, Jazz Fest, crazy. All right, we got DJs here, DJ Party Possum, DJ um, Doobies Deliverer, and DJ Dice. And we are here, and we've got we've got Crawfish Sack, which was the name. We did find that out. Yep. And then some Crawfish Beignets um, from Patons. And we're going to try them out. This was one of the highly recommended items. And we already had the po'boy, so now here we go. And to describe it, it lo it's like um, like it's wrapped in a kind of bag. Like, it's, the bag is made out of food. Like, everything is made out of food. But it's like in a bag, and the beignets look like little, little, I don't know what to describe, little pieces of... Food puppy. Yeah, they're like a hush puppy. And like it's surrounded in like some type of like um mixture of crawfish. Maybe like an etouffee sauce? Maybe. Oscar, how do you feel? Uh I'm excited. Can I just like eat this whole bag? So it might it might burst. Be careful. It burst in your face. Come on, eat it. He's eating it. What's in there? Crawfish. That's crazy. I did not expect crawfish to be in here. In the crawfish sack? <laughs> it's quite unexpected to see crawfish in the crawfish sack. Like, honestly, I'm kind of shocked right now. <laughs> well, uh, let's talk theories. Our story started, we had some crazy ideas there. We heard a death. We heard a crazy dispute. Like, like, what do you guys believe happened? Like, what is your personal opinion? I think based on the research and based on our interviews, like, the articles that I was looking at after, like, I think the way that guy was saying, well, um, that gentleman we talked to, yeah, he just decided it wasn't worth the money, you know? Like, he was making enough money elsewhere. And seems like there was no bad guy in this situation. What do y'all think? Oh, I agree. At first, I did think it was the murder or, like, someone went missing. But, it, yeah, I think it is just a normal, like, <laughs> don't laugh at me, Oscar. I think it's like a normal like business you know like it's not because grass fest here seems to be very hard it's very hot and stuff and so like pulling out would have been the best option even though it made people sad they can still order it online and like people can still get it so it's not gone forever like we thought it's still here it's just not here here you know yeah i agree um i'm kind of sad that it wasn't some big thing like a big mystery but you know in the end watch a shirt is just a a family who makes really good sausage, yeah. And a female. She's a sausage queen. Her husband's a sausage king. She's awesome. Everyone we talked to was super nice, and there's a lot of great alternatives here. But I think there's a moral to learn that, like, like most people think of, like, the worst possible thing could happen, but sometimes it's maybe just a normal story. When I say that, most people, I say, like, us, because we thought the worst possible <laughs> outcome. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a normal, like, business thing, so, like, it's going pretty good right now. How's the food taste, guys? Delicious. I'm very satisfied, yeah. We're good. I agree. It's pretty good. The sack is indeed bussing. Not, not, not like in my mouth, but like it's indeed good. And everyone's peaceful and everything's going well. All right, we're signing off. Yippee! FYI, guys, you know the Worcestershire people? We've been saying it wrong because we thought it was German. But it's not. It's like Cajun. And the lady says it. So, like, if you can find it, great job. Good on you. We didn't. But, like, just know that we've been saying the name wrong. <laughs> All right, signing off.
What's up, friends? This is DJ No Cap with Be Loud. Do you want to know more about Be Loud Studios? Or do you or someone you know have what it takes to be creative, courageous, and loud? Then head over to BeLoudStudios.org and follow us on Instagram at BeLoudStudios. We have a ton of information there and a lot of cool content. Thanks so much for being a part of the Be Loud family. And stay tuned. It just gets better. Thank you for listening to the Be Loud Radio Hour. We are really grateful to our hosts and all of our community partners for sharing their work. Want to hear more? Follow us on Instagram at Be Loud Studios. Stay tuned for next week and remember to be loud. Uh.